Welcome to Made by Me, a podcast about mental health, entrepreneurship, manifestation, and magic. My name is Kaliska Sweetwater, and I am a jeweler living in New York, trying to understand as much as possible about myself and the nature of reality. Yesterday was the 10-year anniversary of my business. Um, It marked the 10-year mark since I had made the first pair of earrings for what would later become Polaris jewelry. And it's made me really reflect on the last decade of my life and especially the fact that when I began this business, I was about to turn 20 and now I'm about to turn 30. I really have spent the last, all of my 20s, I spent doing this. This was my entire first chapter of adulthood, really. This was my first career. This was such a formative chapter of my life and deciding to bring that chapter to a close on this 10-year mark has really had me reflecting in a deep way on what this chapter has meant for me, all of the things that this business has allowed my life to become and all of the places that it's taken me, all the amazing relationships I've cultivated from my business and all of the things that it allowed me to do. It allowed me to move to New York. It allowed me to survive so many bumps along the roads and so many hardships when I needed a distraction. It gave me something to work towards. It gave me something to look to. And it really was a relationship that I had with this business. It wasn't just something that I created. It was something that supported me in return. And it's such a strange thing to move on from that. The reason that I'm deciding to move away from my business as a career, it really all began during the pandemic when everything closed, all of my orders dried up, all of the boutiques were closed, so of course they don't need inventory, and it really gave me a ton of time to reflect and look over what I was doing and see if I could make some positive changes. Of course, 2020 was such a formative year for me personally and spiritually, and it changed my life for the better in so many ways, and it allowed me to heal and become whole in a way that I wasn't even aware that I wasn't before, but on the business side of it, I was working on my website to make it more direct-to-consumer friendly and see if there was a way that I could shift my business, take the pandemic and the quarantine as a positive for myself because when you have a handmade business, or at least in my handmade business, I found that there was a cap on the capacity that I was able to fulfill. And when you're selling wholesale, you're only making half of what the retail price is. So the quantity just has to be enormous to be able to make a nice lifestyle income and even to just sustain, you have to be producing so many pieces and you have to be really working all of the time because when you're not fulfilling orders and trying to get new orders, 
I was just producing and producing so many pieces and it was a lot of duplicates. It was a lot of batches of rings and batches of posts and just these this constant feeling of being on the treadmill and never being ahead. I felt like either I was behind or I didn't have enough work. And I just was really struggling to find that rhythm and find that lifestyle balance that's so elusive. And at a certain point, I just felt like, okay, this is not sustainable for me, like as a, on a human level, like I can't continue doing this and still be healthy and still have a nice quality of life. And I knew that I could continue to bring in more orders. I knew that I could continue to grow the demand, but I knew that if I did that, I would not be able to meet that demand and I would just be letting people down. And once I hit that cap, I really wasn't sure where to turn. And honestly, before the pandemic, I didn't have any time to try and turn. I didn't have any wiggle room in my schedule to figure out these pivots and to work on my website. And so when I did have that time, I did think that a way that I could reconfigure my business would be to focus more on direct-to-consumer orders and kind of doubling that income and minimizing that demand might be a way for me to cultivate more of like a lifestyle balance and make my business sustainable long-term. So that was really what I was focused on doing and making that pivot. And I'm really glad that I did that and was able to try that fully. Um, So for the last two years, that has been the shift that I've been trying to make. But as I've been making that shift, slowly I have been losing kind of my passion and my drive for what I've been doing. I have had so much success in this career and being able to say that I've had this business for 10 years, that's such a rare accomplishment. Most businesses, especially small businesses, go out of business in the la- in the first two years. And to hit that 10-year mark, that's, that's really amazing to me that I was able to do that because I never intended to start a business. I genuinely just wanted to make jewelry and it kind of just started to snowball. You know, I I made my first wholesale order because I wanted a piece of equipment to, to make my pieces better. And I wanted the jewelry to fund that. And slowly over time, it just started to build momentum and build momentum and grow into this beautiful, amazing thing that I couldn't have anticipated. But with that, I never really chose this, you know, and I loved every single step along the way and I chose to take every single step along the way, but I, I don't know if this is the end career that I thought I was working towards, you know, I think that for the amount of work that I was doing, it got to the point where minimum wage went up enough where I was looking at that and I was thinking like, oh, if I just get a minimum wage job and work full time, I can make enough. Some months I'd be making more than what I would in my business because the irregularity is just so extreme. 
when you're self-employed, there are going to be months where you're not making anything. And there are going to be months where you're making way, way more than what you could ever make at an hourly job, at least, you know, at that low level. But just that kind of extreme budgeting and that kind of whiplash of having nothing to do and then having so much work that you can't actually meet the demand, it just got very intense and very fatiguing. And once it got to a point where I wanted to be doing more socially, to be investing more time in my romantic relationship, I just knew that it wasn't worth it to me anymore. And that was such a hard thing to admit to myself because so much of my identity has become wrapped up in the fact that I have a successful business and the fact that I am self-employed and the fact that I have freedom in my time. Not always, but often. If something important comes up, I don't have to ask for time off. I don't have to, I'm not beholden to someone else's opinion. And that was so valuable to me and still is so attractive to me as a concept but for the amount of work that I was putting in and the amount of time that I was thinking about this entity this this thing you know it just stopped being what it was before and it's taken me a long time to admit that because it was such a fun and glamorous adventure for so many years, figuring out every next step and watching it grow and watching it scale to admit that I don't want to take the risk and put money up to take the gamble and kind of start over on that level, which is what I would have to do if I wanted to continue to grow this to the point where it could sustain me long-term living in New York. I just didn't feel the passion for it that I knew I needed to, to make it through another decade. And if I'm being honest, definitely my age is becoming a part of that thought process, you know, like coming up to this milestone birthday, it makes me realize, do I want this to be part of my next chapter? Do I want this same lifestyle for this next phase of my life? And can I risk having my entire resume be this. I'll be honest, I've been looking for jobs and it is difficult to convey all the things that I've learned and all the knowledge that I've gleaned in a resume that I can apply to a normal career job because the way that I'm perceiving these jobs to be is that they're all very specialized. They're all very niche. And when you're an entrepreneur, at least for me, I've found success from not going deep, but going wide. And so I know a little bit about as much as possible. I know enough about every single thing that I need to run my business. And that's so much more than so many people will know. However, it doesn't translate on paper when I'm looking for these jobs. And that scares me. So that is also a reason why I've decided to pursue a different chapter, pursue a different path for the next decade of my life. Because I don't want to go through another decade 
and have my resume look the way it does today. So all of this to say that the last six months it has become crystal, crystal clear that it is time for me to stop accepting wholesale orders and I am going to continue making jewelry. I am going to keep Polaris jewelry running on some level. I'm just going to really take it back to when it was only fun and there was no complication. There was no stress. There was no insane tax season. I want to get it to the point where this is something I do when I want to. I'll put out designs when I feel like it and do in-person events when it's fun. You know, I want to take it back to that hobby level and that's something that really excites me. So I'm really happy that I made this decision and I'm really happy that I've made it to 10 years. I'm really proud of everything that I've accomplished and everything that I've learned along the way. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see what comes next. But if I'm honest, I have no idea what that will be and that's another thing that's really intense and really scary to me because I've had this career for all of my 20s. My entire adulthood so far has been, this is what I've been focusing on. You know, it's not the only thing that I've been focusing on, but it has been that North Star for me, you know, and that's why I named it Polaris. That's the name of our North Star because it was my North Star. Every time I had a question mark of, what am I doing in life? I could focus on that. I could put energy into that and watch it grow and see the fruits of my efforts there. And I'm letting that go. And I just see openness in front of me. And that's scary. This week, I've really been thinking a lot about the fact that this chapter is ending and seeing the openness in front of me it's so foreign because my whole life I've been very goal-oriented. I've been very planned on what I was working towards, why I was working towards it, and how. What were the steps I was taking and in which order. And I don't have that right now. I'm working towards several things a little bit, but I don't have that clarity. I don't have that crystallization of a concrete goal that I'm walking towards with clear purpose and I'm really trying to be at peace with that and it's such an unfamiliar sensation but I think it's exactly what this year is about for me. At the beginning of the year I really wanted to let go of my attachment to other people's perceptions and through that decision to let that go I have learned about myself that I am a people pleaser, that I have major, major control issues, and that none of those things are serving me. And once I had that language, I see it everywhere. About two months ago, I did a, it's called a timeline jump. It's like one of these spiritual influencers their name is P the Fairy, and they do this guided meditation hypnosis that they call a timeline jump, and I do it regularly. It has changed my life, so I would definitely recommend it. And when I did it this time, I had this visualization of myself trapped in this dome. And in my mind's eye, this dome was 
control. I was trapped in this dome of control because I felt like if I was in control, I was in safety. And what I realized is that this dome is actually keeping me trapped. This dome is keeping me small. This dome is control and it is safety, but the safety is taking things from me. The control is taking things from me. It's taking opportunities. It's taking experiences. It's taking away my capacity for risk. And so ever since I had that realization, I've been trying to stretch myself and go outside of the edges of that dome. And it's so scary because I feel like I feel like I've been building this dome of safety for so long that to realize that I need to break out of it, I don't know what's out there. I can't control it. I have to have acceptance. And it's so uncomfortable. It's so, so uncomfortable because it's unfamiliar. And I think that in my career especially, I have had such success because of my control, because of my desire to have my hands in everything. It has served me so well. And this is something that's so hard is when something has served you and now is holding you back. It's so confusing in your mind. Like, this is a benefit to me so far. This has given me so much. And now it's trapping me. And now it's limiting me. What do you do with that? How do you process that? I really don't have the answer, you know? And I don't know. I just wanted to kind of process where I'm at because... It's such a significant threshold that I've just walked through and it feels so weird and so good. I feel free in a way. Like for so long, like ever since I had success in my business, I've had this feeling that I'm behind. I've had this feeling like I'm forgetting something. You know that feeling when you leave the house and you're like, did I leave the burner on? I always had that feeling of like, who did I forget about? What email did I not respond to? You know, what order is going to be a little bit late because I overpromised on the deadlines and how quickly I could get everything out. This, this realization that I'm a people pleaser has really made me look back on my business and realize the mistakes I made also because of that tendency to want to say yes, to want to say yes when I knew I couldn't deliver, when I knew I couldn't show up. But I wanted to control their perception of me you know and it's embarrassing thing to admit to yourself that that's what you were doing because it's easier to say like oh I just miscalculated it's like no I didn't I just over promised and I harmed myself by overworking myself to meet that promise and then I fell short and then I felt shame and disappointment and embarrassment and then I just did it again you know and I never had that awareness that that's what I was doing until you know recently until maybe this week even like there are so many things that I'm realizing about my personality and how it's manifested 
in my life and in the things that I promise and in the things that I do and in the ways that I interact with reality that I'm having to unwire, that I'm having to unlearn. And I know intellectually that when you unlearn something, your brain is resistant to that because anything that's unfamiliar is unsafe. Even if what's on the other side of what's familiar is a thousand times better than where you're at now, right now you're alive. So the brain thinks you're safe. The brain just wants to keep you there because you're alive now. Just stay there. So definitely knowing that is giving me the courage to walk through it, but it doesn't make it any easier. It makes it bearable. It makes it so I can do it, but it doesn't make it easy. So that's kind of what I'm looking at and learning right now is just this idea of floating in the ocean of the universe. You know, if you fight against the waves, you're just going to be hitting up against conflict. And so to be at peace with irregularity, with not knowing what's going to happen next, I believe that will give me a greater sense of peace. I believe that once I'm able to do that, my life will be better. My mental health will be better. And I'll be a more grounded person. Right now, I'm letting go of the identity that I've had for the last 10 years. The identity as a business person, a jeweler, an entrepreneur. And right now, I'm just me. You know, I have an hourly job. I pay my rent. But I don't have a fascinating career. I don't have a ton of glamorous things to talk about. And I'm having to look at why do I care about that? What does that reveal to me that I think about myself? It's kind of revealing to me that I do imbue my value as a person in these externalities, in these things that I do and not the energy that I am. And I'm realizing no one cares but me. I'm the one who decided that I'm interesting because I'm a jeweler. I'm the one who decided that I need to have something interesting to talk about that I'm doing in my life. I decided all of this. I made this all up in my head. And it's so weird to think about. It's so weird to realize that. And it's, yeah, I don't know. So many, so many uncomfortable admittances. I don't know if that's the right word for this. I don't know if that's a word. So many things, you know, like to admit something to yourself that's scary, that you don't want to think about yourself, but that you know is true. I feel like that's everything I'm doing right now. So I guess this is all to say that this is what I've been thinking about while I'm walking over this threshold and into the unknown. I've been seeing dead birds again, so new things are coming for me. It's a new chapter, a rebirth, and I know it'll be amazing. I know it'll be so positive in the end, and honestly, it's so positive now as well. 
it's just a lot coming to the surface all at once and trying to sort through it and trying to figure out what to do with all these pieces. And yeah, I'm so lucky that I got to spend the last 10 years doing this. And I'm so grateful for everything that it gave me. And I genuinely would not have the life that I have today without this business. And I could not be more grateful. All right. I love you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode today. If you feel like making my day, go ahead and leave me a rating or review. And check out my work at polarisjewelry.com.